had to be scheduled at. So the thing that the Lord really kind of placed on my heart in this kind of impromptu uh, session here is the surprising power of happy thoughts. I, I tend to be a pretty happy person. Uh, I uh, That's just part of my personality. Um, but I also cultivate uh, that. And it's not like I don't get barraged. I don't get discouraged, depressed, all that kind of stuff. It happens. I mean, this, like called, oh, I think it's human being. Uh, and, uh, but my heart is always to spin it. And in the spin, um, my, this is not being clueless to very, very real problems, right? We, you know, we have issues, we have problems, we have pain. Uh, humanity has pain and it's a thing. Uh, however, uh, you know, God always has, um, something to address that. Uh, you know, he's always, uh, greater. Uh, and there is a simplicity in how, uh, we are invited to live our lives. Um, and that is the simplicity of childlikeness. Um, children are that are healthy and loved and cared for naturally uh, will be focused on present on what they're doing now right at, on, on the present um, they're not projecting things out they're not worried that their needs are not going to get met um, if they have a problem um, they go to their loving parents it gets addressed and they recover they're incredibly resilient right? And that's kind of how, uh, the, the model for which, uh, which we have that we are invited to partake. Uh, you know, the kingdom belongs to such as these, um, to us as children. And it's not like if you're an adult or if you're, um, uh, you know, not acting like a feeling over responsible or that kind of thing that the kingdom doesn't belong. Of course it does. It's just that access happens in the place of simple faith. And simple faith um, is something that happens as you connect to the one who is faithful and all, has all the faith and you can relax as you relate to God as a child um, and you relate to him as this unbelievably good, um, ever-present, powerful, masterful, person who adores you, who you're in union with, you can relax and whatever is coming up, you can step into the place of one way or the other, this is going to turn out good. He makes all things work together for, for the good of those he's called according to his purpose. And oh, I think that includes everybody. <laughs> he has called you, right? He's called chosen. Uh, you know, God is so in love with his kids that he secured them before he sent them to planet earth. And, you know, there's a lot of permutations we go through, gymnastics we go through, mental gymnastics. Do we agree? Do we not agree? And if we're not agreeing, we can't receive as, as a little child. But as you agree, you can start to relax. 
You don't have to worry where your next thing is coming from. And in the places of your pain, you can connect with God in your pain. You know, kids that are well-loved, they um, they go to their loving parent and are able to be soothed, even though they don't know what the answers are. So they connect with their parent. Maybe something really bad happens. They connect with their parent. They can start to relax because they know their powerful parent has them, loves them, adores them, and it's going to be okay. And I feel like that's such a word for people uh, that, you know, it's really going to be okay, uh, whatever that is. I, you know, I woke up this morning and I've been connecting with a, um, a lovely uh, minister who's translated a Bible and he's amazing and his wife's amazing and just so, so beautiful. And the first thing they did is like offer me a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, but I woke up and, and I, I felt like, uh, which was amazing. Isn't that just I, so beautiful? Uh, but in the place, I woke up this morning and I just had this minister on my heart and I, I just felt like he was really down. I haven't talked to him yet. Just discouraged. I mean, there's a lot of things that are happening. So uh, the Lord gave me some things to do in response to what I was getting. I haven't reached out to him yet. But I'm just so excited just with the Lord's heart to minister to his kids. And, you know, I, uh, yesterday I was ministering about how pastors and, and leaders, ministers need pastoring and ministry. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. And so we get to be this for each other. That's called being only oh, think, oh, the body. And it's beautiful uh, how uh, we can take care of one another as the body. Um, and one of the things, things that he showed me uh, was a, you know, as I did this little thing, I thought, well, this is not much, you know, money, financial support or whatever, but that's the number he gave me. And then but he showed me it was like a little seed. And so there was like this conduit to this minister um, that was uh, kind of um, blocked, right? And, uh, you know, not not through anyone's fault. It just was what was the, the thing that was going on. And, and this is kind of a source of discouragement. Um, and so, and I looked at my little seed, and we can call it a seed because money is called the seed, although the word's really the seed, right? But anyway, however that is, it's all, well, just, it'll be good. <laughs> so, um, and I looked at my, I'm like, that's uh, not a whole lot to address this blockage issue. But what I saw was that the beauty of the seed is that it expands and it literally was like a roto-rooter <laughs> and blasted out the conduit. It was like priming the pump. And I was like, you know, God, this is not much. It's like, well, I do much with little and so I haven't talked to him yet, but I'm just excited to give him a little seed and the word and just see what that does. You know, seeds are amazing uh, because, you know, they grow in concrete. You know what I mean? They, they a little crack, it, bam, you know, and then they break open the concrete. It's amazing what small things do. And if we're going to operate as little children, as beloved children, uh, we do small things that break open something huge because it's got simple childlike faith and God will use that. You know, it's amazing when you talk to little children and they are naturally, I mean, okay, I understand they fight for their toys and, you know, they beat up on their sofa or what, I get it. 
but children, when they're tracking with who they are, they love to give. It just makes them happy. And they're not all worried like, well, if I give, I won't get mine. Right. And so that is how we're called to be. And then after that, there's another uh, powerful minister, a great friend of mine. I'm going to uh, be interviewing soon uh, on the Perspectives podcast named Nathan Blouse. And he just gave me this. Inc- I've been tracking with him in areas that have been really hard for years, like really hard. And he got this incredible breakthrough out of the blue, right? You know, and I'm like happy dancing, right? Because this was something that is just toil, toil, toil. It's like, oh, where is this coming? How is this going to work? And then, right? This incredible breakthrough that came out of the blue. And then God made sure to restore something that was precious to him that he thought was lost. And it was like the cherry on top, right? And this is how God works. Um, You know, the word says, do not be weary in well-doing for in due season, you will reap a harvest if you don't faint. Well, you know what? In the not fainting, we need infusion. We need one another to help us not faint. Because sometimes in the immediacy of the problems and in the, 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 the depth of the pain that we're feeling, we're having a really hard time um, tracking with the joy on the other side of the morning, right? Uh, the, the upgrade on the other side of the struggle. And so we need one another to remind one another uh, and to partake of the joy that really Jesus has. You know why Jesus has joy um, and Papa and Holy Spirit? It's not because he's not tracking with the suffering of humanity. Like he knows better than anyone else how much we have lost and the preciousness that has been trampled and the whatever, all the kind of the crap, okay? He knows better than anyone else. We don't, sometimes we think we're like giving God the memo. (laughs) And, you know, so he's got this beautiful uh, dichotomy of of understanding. I mean, like the reason why he can address the fallenness that we find ourselves in creation is because he's created it and he's greater than all. He's gone to the depths of hell, okay? to lift up all those things and draw to himself. So he's not like clueless. Okay. It's not, but he's a greater answer. He's the big a answer that came before the little P relative problem of the fall. Okay. And however you look at that theologically, listen, we have pain and needs answers. So I like to keep it simple. Right. But with that, he has incredible joy because he knows the other side and he knows the preciousness of his kids that he's utterly wild about and how he's drawing them, drawing them in every nation, type, tribe, tongue, whether they know him or not, whether they're worshiping another deity or whatever. It's like, I mean, it's, that's kind of irrelevant <laughs> because if you're the capital S savior, well, the, that's what you do. <laughs> and so whatever the issue is, He's drawing it to himself. He's, he's, he's masterful in that. You know, I'm, I'm currently working on a book and you guys can just pray for me if you feel led. This is not like, oh my God, add one more thing to your to-do list. But if you're feeling inspired, <laughs> I'm writing a book called Redeeming Beauty. And honestly, it's such a, I, I have to approach the project with, um, I'm getting something. Okay, I'm done. And I'm getting, so I'm just like, I'm, it, it, anyway, um, it, it'll flow when it's supposed to flow, but 
one of the reasons why it is hard to write is because it's so sweeping in what he's redeeming uh, that uh, that it's hard to encompass. Like if I could pray in tongues and then write my tongues out, that would do it, right? But um, anyway, so however, it'll come as it comes. Maybe my little um, uh, conduit needs to be roto-rootered. <laughs> so feel free to stand with me for the roto-rooter. Uh, but uh, because it's so sweeping. And it was really interesting when I started, when I started this project a while back, and I thought it was going to be kind of like some of my other books, which I just kind of burped out, you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of came together. Um, this is not like that, which is okay. It is how it was supposed to be. But I was in the airport and I, I was a wet rat and I had this big, long, um, uh, you know, wait in between flights and, you know, like hours. And I was like, oh God. And I, I, for some reason, I couldn't remember how I got wet, but I think I was rushing out from a plane. It was raining, whatever. I'm a wet rat. I, I look like a wet rat. I probably smell like a wet rat. I feel like a wet rat. I am not inspired. <laughs> and so God, God, um, uh, you know, I was walking through the airport trying to, uh, salvage whatever I could <laughs> and it's mostly salvage my attitude, right? And um God just speaks out of the blue and he goes, I'm redeeming. I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> so I sit down, I take my little laptop and I start start um typing and he said, I'm I'm redeeming beauty. And I'm like, wow, that is really interesting. You know, it's interesting the value of beauty um, is something that we don't really talk about. You know, we, we idolize it in, 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 you know, mainstream culture, whatever. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we don't really talk about it as something of value that's interesting that needs to be redeemed. Uh, you know, but God is such a beautiful God. And when things fell or the ways we operate that are fallen, are unlovely, right? And they're unlovely. Death is unlovely. Cancer is unlovely. Um, you know, um, all the isms that separate us uh, are unlovely. Uh, insecurity is unlovely. Uh, competition is unlovely. Poverty is unlovely. I mean, all the, the plagues of humanity are unlovely. And we have a beautiful God. And so if he's redeeming all things to himself, that means... He's making things look like love. Most of, first of all, and foremost, his kids, like the, the most precious things. You know, it was for the joy set before him that he endured the cross. Well, the joy wasn't, you know, it was his kid. Like, I am doing this and Father God in me and Holy Spirit in me. So it wasn't Jesus doing it, but it was the Godhead, the Trinity doing this work to win back the most precious, loveliest things in creation, which are his kids and the cosmos. Okay. And so, um, and, and the, one of the ways he's doing that is he's relentless in, because love is relentless in um, conforming his kids into the image of love, right? The image of Christ, right? Who is love. Right. So uh, and so in this place where whatever's not of love's kind is being burned away or is being conformed uh, is maybe maybe you need some some installs. Right. 
I mean, we're complete in him, but that completeness needs to manifest, right? So where we're manifesting as sons and daughters of God in the image and likeness of love, we become lovelier. Lovelier is beautiful. It's a, it's a high premium. You know, one of the things that fascinates me about God, number one, he's so gorgeous. Like he just makes me happy looking at him. And then I see him in you and that makes me happy. And your flavor is amazing. And it, you know, God is so relentless at this. Um, is that he's so beautiful. He, he is wasteful beauty. I love it. So I think about one of the things I live in, 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 um, uh, in the front range in Colorado of the Rocky Mountains. And I, I think about all the places that, you know, are wild and not, um, not like no human being to see. And if you creep in there and take a peek at something, there's wasteful beauty. He just is like blankets um, the fields with flowers that no human being will see or appreciate, right? He can't help it. He's beautiful. His creation is beautiful. And so he's wasteful. Um, and then beauty trumps. Beauty trumps the ugly. <laughs> beauty trumps the ugliness of sin, of false ways of being, of sinful behavior, of the ways we violate love. Um, in trying to get our needs matter or all the things that motivate us with sinful behavior. Um, beauty gets to trump that. And so he's redeeming all these things to himself. And we can rest as beloved children, as adored children, um, that we will be taken care of. And so when one of us gets like a breakthrough, that kind of thing, we can just happy dance. It is like beauty has been redeemed there because there was the ugly of poverty. There was the ugly of oppression. There was the ugly of debt. There was the ugly of lack. There was the ugly of, um, you know, a, a bad medical report. There was the ugly of um, uh, oppression, depression, anxiety. There was the ugly of trauma. That's not, you know, all that stuff, right? And he gets to redeem it. And one of the ways that I'm so privileged is that I enter into people's stories um, in a lot of my coachings um, in order to see what God is doing to redeem them. And these are like unspeakably evil stories that I, I'm like, it is your mind boggles what human beings can do to one another, right? Or the tragedies that can happen. And so God in being masterful in who he is, right? What do you do in the midst of this unspeakable tragedy that's left this person like destroyed, like fragmented, right? And how he's able to do that. Um, beauty is, uh, will win. You happy thoughts as we focus on happy thoughts, because we're looking at a beautiful one, you know, that's not a Pollyannish, I'm clueless. No, that's saying there's something that's so transcendent that we can be joyful and happy and, um, and, and focusing on beautiful things and those things manifest. Listen, whatever you're focusing on, that will manifest. That's why Paul said, whatever's true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praise, what do you think on these things? And sometimes it is such a battle for what you think on. Like the battle really, like, thank you, Joyce Meyer, is in your mind, right? And so as we're like ugh, taking those thoughts captive and making them obedient and thinking on the lovely things, because listen, um, you know, it was interesting. I, I popped onto my news source today. I saw the one caption 
it was ugly. I'm like, okay, that's enough. I'm good enough. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be, you know, clueless. I'm just saying, you know what? That was bringing me down and I was supposed to focus. So I, I guard. You know, the word of God says, guard your heart with all diligence. What are you letting in your heart? Um, that is, you'll bear fruit, right? So it's not like we're denying the ugly. We're just saying there's transcendent beauty and I need to keep my eyes focused on the one who is beautiful, the one who is happy, the one who is joyful, the one who is redeeming all things to himself. As I look unto Jesus, he's the author. And yes, hallelujah, he's the finisher. Jesus, you started it. You get to finish it, right? And I get to partake of his faith and so do you. And it brings up the water level to such a higher level. You know, I know this is not like a like a new message. Wow, how surprising. What revelation? But there's revelation in what we're meditating on that we need to partake of. We're partaking of the divine nature. And in that place, divinity is released in our humanity. And that brings everything up, right? We're looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of faith. We're looking not at the things which are seen, which are gross and yucky, but temporal and subject to change, but looking on eternal things in that there's an exceeding greater glory that is released. So we get an upgrade, but we got to be very jealous and guarded with what we stare at too long. Listen, if you stare at evil too long, it starts to overcome you. And sometimes it, it overcomes you so much that you start to look like the evil that you're staring at. And that's why if, you know, if I'm feeling like I, I'm looking at this thing and sometimes, you know, I, I can get like, and look apologize and just get angry. And I'm like, okay, that's not, that is not addressing that I'm coming under it. And so we need to come under the ministry of love, the ministry of the altogether lovely one, the one who is happy, the one that lifts us up, the one who's so hope-filled because he knows the end from the beginning, the one that is transcendent above all things and drawing all things to himself. And that brings us up. And now from that higher perspective, we can go back to those places of ugly that we're called to minister to and actually be a source of hope, a source of help. And that is what we're called to be, right? We're called to be conduits, right? To be conduits of re reconciliation. Well, what's being reconciled? Well, all things to God, right? Everything's drawing back to the one who is loved, the one who loved us and gave himself up for us. All things are being drawn back to him and we get to be a party of that. So which means we get to not only partake of it, but we get, we get to receive of it. And that is gorgeous and might just make me happy. <laughs> and so I vote for the happy. I vote, listen, listen, um, it is not, you don't need to feel guilty for being happy, partake and then release. Make sure you're doing, you know, last night we're talking about soul care, right? We need to care for our souls because if we're, we're on empty, um, we will have nothing to give. So we need to make sure we do that. But in that place, we also uh, need to make sure that we're resisting fear that will cause us to hog the joy or hog the resources or hog the whatever, because then that would be a lie that somehow those things are limited. Like we have a limitless God so we can afford to give. So we can be, um, we can just minister as God is calling us to minister and then not minister when we're supposed to be receiving. And it's all, it's all good. The sons and daughters of God are led by the spirit of God. So you don't have to have this legalistic mindset that I always have to give 
And you don't have to have this fearful mindset of I can't afford to give because then I won't have mine, right? If you get a piece of your pie, somehow that that invades my piece. It's like, well, you got the great pie maker in the sky. God will just make more pie. Have a whole pie <laughs> and enjoy it, right? And we get to celebrate and enjoy with one another as we get breakthroughs. And that means that, wow, yet again, we are reminded of the faithful one. The one who is full of faith, the one who lends his faith in the place where I can't believe myself out of a paper bag because I'm on empty, whatever that is. And we get to partake of that. And uh, that brings us up in a place where we can actually see past our problems, see past what hasn't happened yet, see past our pain, see past what hasn't happened that should have happened, see past what happened that shouldn't have happened. We get every bit of that. And then we can minister to one another. And that is just how the body's supposed to roll because the body is beautiful. You know what? I, I, I know we as a church have done a lot of wicked things. I think it's called, oh, people. Yeah, people have done. Uh, religion is, you know, wicked. Okay. Uh, but the church is beautiful because we're in the image and likeness of a lovely God. And God is drawing all things to himself. So I think there's a point where we need to own our crap in, you know, uh, what we've, in everything we've done in, 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 um, contributing to religion, all that kind of stuff that's oppressed and all the other wicked stuff. But we also need to realize how we truly are in the image and likeness of God. And God is in love with his bride. He's in love with you. He's in love with his bride that's without spot and without blemish because he knows our original design and is unveiling us in conformity to that. That's the image of love. That's lovely. That's beautiful. And that is powerful. And she's a happy bride, right? She's a happy bride. She's not all worried that her bridegroom is going to leave her out. She's not all worried that somehow the fallenness of, of everything that's besetting in the world, it, it gets to trump, uh, the, the, um, tra- trump God and his eternal transcendence and his mastery at drawing all things to himself. So we can start to address the problem, be part of the solution while not denying the problem. And we all get to transcend and be unveiled in the process. I just love that. You know, sometimes, um, you know, we've all been there where we've kind of wished that God would wave his magic wand. (laughs) But usually what God does is he moves through his people. He moves through his kids to minister to one another. Now, sometimes you get something directly from God. I mean, the happy thing is you get both. Yay. But oftentimes he will do it through his people. So we get the joy of partnering with the answer to the problem. So we get that joy. And then we get to feast on the overflow of that. So if anybody's had a breakthrough anywhere once in the length of human existence, okay, your breakthrough is there. That gives you um, hope for that. That's why it's good to hear testimonies, that it's good to share and rejoice with one another, uh, that we're never called to be jealous. Why would we, we be jealous? Because it's not like Papa's favoring one child over the, over the other. Uh, it's not that, uh, you know, there's limited resources uh, that we get to, um, we're not in competition, right? We We get it all as kids, and then we get to release it. And that's just gorgeous. We get everything. So the one who waters is watered. But listen, if you're feeling dry, well, maybe you just need to receive some water. Okay. And it's okay to receive and it's okay to give. And we get both. Isn't that great? 
Guys, have a lovely day, and I will catch you soon. Love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.